Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Hi, buddy. I almost decided, I was very close. I had like the little, I'm doing the, you know, it's audio medium, but um, I'm doing the this close gesture to doing the it's going to be May or it has just turned May. But I, I opted out of it. I figure because, you know, I haven't seen any posts this year. No, I haven't seen any JT. It's going to be May post this year. So now, yeah, Ruth did a it's going to be May M.E.I. And it's Maylin from uh, from Turning Red. And I did see one uh, uh, May from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Her saying, don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it was like a picture of J, uh, JT and then and then her holding guns saying, don't say it. <laughs> so it is officially May. And uh, I don't know where April came and went, but just it's it, on like a, uh, a bullet train. Yes, <laughs> like a bullet train. Uh-huh. Indeed. <laughs> um but yeah we're as uh york uh was more than happy to tell me only 14 days left to school now not two weeks but 14 school days left yeah. so not that he's counting at all so he's uh so they are very excited and we have got an and i thought you know what better week than a week that didn't have much come out than for us to do a summer movie preview because all those movies are pretty much starting this week, this Friday, are going to start hitting theaters. And, uh, yeah, so I figured we'd knock that out today. Boom, boom. But before we do that, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Jeff. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, well, well, what's new? Um, work. <laughs> just just taking it day to day. Um. Not much with me. Um, I did get a new TV finally. Sweet. So my friend gave me one out, and I was finally decided, like, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to fix it, and it might not be worth it. So uh, me and Kyla was out yesterday, went to the bookstore, nice. picked up a few books, which, you know, I'm just adding to my collection. I might have a library soon. And um, she picked up a couple of books. She got World War Z, and got the name of our other book, but... um. She was reading a couple of the first sentences in the book. She's like, ah, this just doesn't speak to me. I'm like, okay, doesn't speak to you. It's like, if it doesn't catch my attention in the first few pages, I'm like, I get that. So, um, so she got World War Z and then. Okay, good one. I'm trying to remember what the other book was, but do not remember. And I picked up another couple of uh, Walter Mosley books. Okay, nice. Um, I picked up a copy of. Um, Dark Sky, which is a book I read from um, CJ Box. Uh, that was passed on to me by someone at work and said, once I finish it, pass it on, which I did. Passed on to one of my coworkers, and nice. I liked the book so much, I purchased it for myself. There you go. <laughs> um, then afterwards, she picked up some, um, went to Ross, picked up some clothes, or there's cool, an cool. event for her school next week. Yeah. And then when we were leaving out of Ross, I'm like, Best Buy's next door. Let me go Boom. ahead and get my TV. Yep. <laughs> it's finally a little lower than it was. And, um, yeah, I had to because 
I got, I mean, TV has a decent size, but yeah. it's like 32-inch screen, and uh, it's struggling watching certain things, so 43-inch. It's about as big as the screen I need. It's about the same size as the other one, so. That's me. Like, I don't need yeah. anything big. We're debating on our TV downstairs because it doesn't like, it likes to, it's a quote-unquote smart TV, mm-hmm. but it's not very smart. <laughs> um. It either freezes or it won't turn on. So you have to like unplug it and then like restart it. It's like a computer. I mean, it is because it's a smart TV, yeah. basically a computer. <clears throat> but we're like constantly, not constantly, we're frequently though having to do that, unplug it, plug it back in. Yeah. And <clears throat> we thought it was going to be cool with the smart TV because it'll have all the, all the apps for the uh, streaming shows, you know, streaming channels we use. Yeah. The only problem is it was, it was taking up too much space. Mm. And so it was causing it to run slow, run slow, it. glitch, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. So we, and we had had a Roku, but I was like, well, we don't even have to use a Roku because we just put it all on the TV now. It's awesome. Yeah. So my thought was, okay, I'm going to delete all the apps and then plug the Roku back in and see if that works better. And boom. So, because you could, I guess, get like an external storage thing for your TV, but I'm like, I shouldn't have to do that. True. It should already be, like, if it if it's, one of its features is to be able to have these on there, it should be able to hold the amount of space necessary to hold those things at the very yeah. least. Or at least up to a certain amount. So I know and, this one has probably got... <laughs> it's probably like a four gigabyte memory because I see I've got like two yeah. left, two gigabytes left. I'm like, yeah. so it must be a four gig system, and yeah, that's not, it should be at least ten or sixteen. Because I mean, the apps that right. you use aren't that big, but you need it it's to where when if you get all the stuff on there, it'll you know to run still function normally, yeah, smoothly. Yeah, and and so we had looked, I looked at a couple to replace it that. And, you know, that are at least comparable in size. But mm-hmm. we're just like, well, no, we need to get a bigger one. I'm like, why do we need to get a bigger one? Right. Like, she's all about going bigger and going home. I'm like, but I'm like, n- no, same size is fine. In fact, I almost think this one's too big. But yeah. that's, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and she thinks the one in our upstairs bedroom is too small. I'm like, I said, no, it's perfect. She's like, right. I can't read what's on the screen from as far back as we are. Who's reading on the TV? But I guess the titles underneath it and stuff like that. Yeah. So that just sounds like you need stronger prescriptions, not the TV. But, you know, whatever. It's it's whatever. We have yet to go get a new TV because because our TV stand can only hold up so much and we're not putting it. We're not. Since we're renting, we're not drilling any holes to mount a TV on the wall. So, yeah. Yeah. So then we'd have to buy a new stand. She's like, it's just not worth it. I said, or just get a TV with the same size. Then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I was. I just, yeah. Yeah. Like that TV that I had before, it was like, I, I got used to that screen size. The only issue with it is it kept flickering and it needed new LED backlights. And yeah. Like yeah. I wasn't going to risk opening it up and trying to find the part number and messing it up. So I just 
finally gave this, gave in and got this. And so far, good experience. Good. So, yeah. I, cool. I wanted to just get a regular HD TV, no smart to it, since I have my fire yeah. stick. You know, yeah. I didn't really need that because I had a fire stick, but now I don't need the fire stick because pretty much everything I use is on, on there. there. <laughs> Yeah. Well, keep the fire stick just in case. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> just, no. just, just in case. Yeah, because I think I only had to download maybe three other apps, but everything else was there. So yeah, I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, makes it easier. <clears throat> so uh, I, I, too, got a book. Well, we'd gone to the bookstore this weekend because um, I wanted to get York Loves Drawing. That, that's mm-hmm. never not been the case. Um, and so... He said he was wanting to save his money to buy some how to draw manga books. How to draw manga. Yeah. Some books on how to draw. There we go. Um, I was like, that's pretty cool. But I'm like, why don't I just go get him a couple? Because, you know, if he loves it, that's kind of like a hobby, like soccer or playing any kind of sport or anything or playing a musical instrument, you know. So I so we went to the bookstore and I offered to buy him two. So go find you two. That you you know that you like, yeah. And you know, and I'll get them for you. Um, and of course, Grayson was like, "Well, why does he get two and I only get one?" So, well, you know, my my explanation probably wasn't to the level of a, that a seven year old would understand. I didn't want to say age appropriate because that just right. makes it sound like I'm. <laughs> it's like there's naughty words or something like it's just you know i tried to explain you know i did try to explain to her that hey you know you get to do you're doing dance twice a week and you're doing krav bubba only does krav so we need a and this is like a hobby or something you know or like the equivalent of doing dance like you have a dance passion for dance he has a passion for drawing and so i'm just getting him stuff for drawing that's how i was gonna you know how i'm trying to explain it to her it's like don't do that just tell her that she doesn't even need that just tell her that you uh that sometimes we get her stuff and sometimes we get him stuff it's not going to be equal all the time yeah so, yeah so she got over it <laughs> i mean to be honest but while we were there at the front at the register i found a book and i posted this because i'm trying to get other people to want to do this it's a book um, you can't really see because the green screen, but it's called Kane's Jawbone. Uh, it's the world's most fiendishly difficult literary puzzle by Torquemada. Uh, basically, in 1934, the Observer's cryptic crossword compiler, Edward Powell's uh, Mathers, a.k.a. Torquemada, released a novel that was simultaneously a murder mystery all right, yeah, murder mystery and the most fiendishly difficult literary puzzle ever written. The pages have been printed in an entirely haphazard order, but it is possible through logic and intelligent reading. So at least I've got one of those. No, I at least got the logic. I don't know about the intelligent reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, to sort them out, sort them into only correct order, revealing six murder victims and their respective murderers. Only three puzzlers have ever solved the mystery of Kane's jawbone. Do you have what it takes to join the ranks? So it's a hundred pages and they're not even like real pages. They're the pages actually have a section um, down to like last third of it where you can jot down notes. So I was like, you know what? I'll give that a whirl. Maybe Ruth will want to do it too. And 
um, apparently there is a competition if you can get all the pages in the correct order and uh, and be able to list the correct murderers to the victims. Uh, there's like a three hundred and fifty dollar prize that goes towards that you could put towards a uh, another project at the pub that the publishing company is working on. So because it's like a self-publishing company. So, yeah, I was like, this sounds interesting. Perfect for summer. You know, if you want, instead of just getting like a summer murder mystery or just even just a summer, you know, just some fun kind of popcorn summer reading, this might be something if you want to have something that really kind of, if you like brain teasers or trying to figure out whodunits, this might be a good uh, book for you as well. So that's what I'll be working on. In addition to like these six books that I have that I'm reading all, I wouldn't say all at once, but <clears throat> I've got like six books that have all started reading and, uh, <laughs> just adding that one to it. Yeah. So okay. the, the other book being, uh, the best movie ever, the, <clears throat> it's a book about Jesse and the pussycats, uh, about the movie and, yeah. uh, written by Russ Burlingame, who's a, who works for a comic book, um, I think it's, it's comicbook.com, something like that. Anyways, uh, he wrote it and it came out last year and I've just started kind of reading it and it's, it's, you know, it's got some insight how that, you know, how everybody got on board, how it got started, how they heard about it. And, uh, yeah. So I'm checking that out cause I love that movie, you know, guilty pleasures and all. Yeah. So that's about all we've got going on. Uh, you know, everybody's got their books, everybody's got their there are modes of transportation. They're deciding to ride around the neighborhood uh, between skateboard, scooter, and bicycle. So we're covering all of them. I guess roller skates are about it, but we go to the roller rink for that. <laughs> cool. All right. Let us uh, get into TV, our TV talk real quick before we hit our summer movie preview. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> All right. So, Moon Knight. Are you caught up? I am. <laughs> I am. Are you are you emotionally recovered from this episode or the previous 5? This one this one was a this was a rough ride. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, wow. I feel like they... I need to rewatch it cuz I feel like I still miss some things. Yeah. I mean, definitely some childhood trauma <laughs> that that yeah is why we have this um personality the strain or whatever you want to call it yeah the dissociation yeah. yeah um yeah i mean right now got one episode left and i'm holding true to my statement this is probably going to be one series where i wish there was more episodes <laughs> yep. unless depending on how it ends but yeah. right now i'm just like Ooh, i don't know yeah and it's Interesting because, you know, everybody, <laughs> it's like we've only, everybody was very ex- so excited to actually see Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And he's only been in like the first one or two episodes <laughs> briefly at that. And it then everything else, <laughs> and everything else has just been either Steven or Mark. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's, it's intense. Yeah. This episode is pretty intense. Uh, most yeah. of it is still taking place at the, uh, 
what we believe either they are dead or they're at a uh, they're at a psychiatric hospital and Mark is trying to he's trying to get out but he realizes that he's not sure if he's trying to get out he thinks because Mark's not sure if it's if the psych hospital is real or if it's in his head or if it's an afterlife situation there's a talking hippo god <laughs> yes which is amazing in in of itself um but yeah in his escape he's trying to basically every door he opens is a memory of childhood trauma that he has experienced in having to get up and then that's in order to not have to deal with it at such a young age, he has basically, uh, created, you know, most people have like an imaginary friend, um, growing up as a kid, you may have an imaginary friend. Yeah. And that helps kind of get you through some things. Whereas Mark decides to just have a whole ass new personality. And, and which is, (laughs) yeah. And mixed and basically he, he retreats while he lets his, (laughs) while he lets Steven have to deal with the, the trauma and everything. Yeah. But in doing so, Steven also cannot deal with the trauma of the loss of his mother. So in doing so creates a person that, you know, basically still calls as if she's still alive and leaving voicemails and everything else. And it's just, yeah, it's all heartbreaking. So, but Hey, Hey, it's not a Marvel. It is not a Marvel show unless there's some sort of (laughs) emotional, (laughs) mental (laughs) trauma that is being uh, or psychological trauma that is having to be dealt with. And yeah, they, they've, that's not, not been the case pretty much in every single show. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because we got finale on Wednesday. Yep. And then Doctor Strange on Friday or Thursday, yeah. depending on. Yeah, depending on. Yeah. So same week. Like, yep. Man. And you know Mom's that's. Coming. Yeah. And you know that's not going to be. <laughs> it's going to be trippy. Yeah. It's going to be trippy. And, and you know they're going to play on. On all of that loss. Of. Mm-hmm you know, of loved ones and, you know, uh, friends as well. So <clears throat> it's going to be something. And yeah, but it, it, that was a heck of an episode for sure. <laughs> I think I saw one meme. It said, uh, it's like, yeah, episode five pretty much had every possible pain you can imagine. <laughs> so, you know, so of course I had to put in the comments. I said, about the only pain it didn't have was this one, and I posted a picture of T Pain. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I guess technically traumatic pain, but still not the same T Pain. But then they kind of had a Black Panther reference too, because they mentioned the astral plane that yeah. Ed goes to. So I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, wonder where that's if that's going to go anywhere, right? Yeah, or if so. it's just a hey, this is a shout out to let you know this is still. A thing. Yeah. So, yeah. 
But yeah, it's uh it's gonna be awesome, I I think. Uh next, uh did you also get caught up on Halo? Or I have did. we kind of, or are we kinda of giving up on Halo? <laughs> no, I'm still watching it. There are I nine still... there are supposed to be nine episodes in this show. <laughs> I don't this is one that probably could have stopped at six, I think. But Yeah, I mean I mean, I'm, st- I'm liking it. I'm just curious. Once it finally reaches the end, will it will it be worth <laughs> the journey? Yeah. But um, because right now they're on know. episode six. That yeah, uh, this week will be episode seven. Yeah. It, so I don't, I'm not sure. I'm where just it's going. me either, and I'm just having a hard time trying to stay interested. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just me, uh, and what might like. If it's just, I mean, because it's done well. I mean, it's just maybe it's just not interesting to for me because I again don't play the game and have you know a, a huge wealth of knowledge on the lore and much of anything. Um, but I love Pablo Schreiber. That's the that plays Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, first saw him in season two of The Wire. <laughs> He was a played Chris Bowers kid, or one of two kids. Uh, him, I can't think of the other guy that played Ducky, but, um, but yeah, it, it. I've always really, I've always, I liked his act. Always liked his act acting. I think he does a really good job in this. I just, I don't know. I need something more from it right now. It's, yeah. I mean, there. He's gotten to where he's accessed the the artifact and found out a lot of things and whatnot, but it, I'm just curious where this up, where it's going to go after this one. I'm yeah. just, I'm still just kind of meh with it. Um, again, I think it's just me. I think it's just from my, what my interests are in a show. I think if it was, I think it may take itself too seriously. And I think that might be part of part of it. Yeah. I think if it was a little bit lighter, um, as far as like if it had some humor in it, because there's not any really. I mean, it was a little bit when he had Bokeem Woodbine. Li- yeah, a little bit, but I mean, yeah, it's not a lot. It, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just, that's far. That's what I'm saying when I'm saying it's taking itself too <laughs> seriously. I was like, Ugh. yeah. Um, I still like it because it's building to something. I just don't know if yeah. by the end you'd be like, oh man, if you're gonna, if you're gonna actually like and... the payoff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if there is no payoff and the payoff comes episode one of season two because they think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, we're just gonna cliffhang it and then uh, be like, ah, oh, gotcha. Now you have to come back and watch it. No, no, we don't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know if playing the games if I've been, you know. Would that help or not? Because I know I know a couple of folks that are fans of the game that are happy with the series. So I don't know. <clears throat> Me either. So one show that started this past week uh, on Paramount Plus is the offer uh, about the making of The Godfather, starring Miles Teller, Matthew Good, Dan Fogler, Juno Temple, Giovanni Ribisi. Burn Gorman, Colin Hanks, like a great cast. And 
it is this one actually pulls you in because the acting's so good and the writing's done well and there's a good pacing to it so it really pulls you in now mm-hmm. how much of what they're putting on the screen is accurate uh, who knows i'm sure like yeah. any show any biopic movie or show it takes its liberties but this one they've already dropped two episodes i believe two let's say two three episodes yep first three they dropped the first three episodes uh and i mean i'm hooked i'm ready like i'm enjoying it i'm having a good time with it there's going to be 10 total and uh, it's pretty entertaining but i'm also interested in like old hollywood as well as how things you know how movies go from an idea to uh you know pre-production to post you know to production to post-production and seeing how all that plays out that always kind of fascinates me so this kind of story is going to be something that does pull me in that i'm going to be more interested in yeah so uh but so far it's really it's yeah it's really good acting's awesome story's good again it's got a good a good clip to it so you're not really ever bored with it uh and nobody's trying to no one in it is trying to play a like caricature of a mm-hmm. of a real person they're trying to actually do the you know do it justice and portray it as uh it's a good word for uh, we'll just say as honest as possible there we go so um so yeah that's on paramount plus and Let's see. Also on Hulu or FX or both, whatever. <laughs> I'm watching on Hulu, but on F- I think it's primarily on FX and then Hulu because it has FX gets to promote it and stuff. Right. Is uh, Andrew Garfield's new show or miniseries at least uh, based on the book Under the Banner of Heaven, uh, which is it's. You know, adapted by John Krakauer's true crime bestseller, starring Andrew Garfield uh, and Sam Worthington and Daisy Edgar Jones, who was in Fresh with Sebastian Stan that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, basically, a devout detective's faith is tested as he investigates a brutal murder seemingly connected to an esteemed Utah family's spiritual or excuse me a Utah family's spiral into LDS fundamental fundamentalism and their distrust in the government. So basically a woman and her child are murdered. They think they had the suspect, which is the husband. And so they're interrogating the husband and, uh, it does a lot of flashbacks in it. Uh, but it's, it's really good, though. Uh, Andrew Garfield, of course, amazing because he's an outstanding actor. Uh, right. And I didn't even recognize uh, Sam Worthington at first. And also, uh, U.S. agent himself, White Russell's also in it. So he's got a decent part. But yeah, it's it's pretty interesting, for sure, because it not only does it do flashbacks but it also kind of talks about joseph you know uh joseph smith and his journey uh on establishing the mormon faith and 
or religion and maybe some things people don't know about what actually, you know, all of that is. So it kind of tries to provide some, some information about it as well as also cover what's going on in these murders. So it's still whodunit only two episodes out of seven. I'm, I'm hooked. I, I mean, but I love Andrew Garfield, but this story is also really interesting. And, uh, the way they have directed it and and the way it's you know acted so i would definitely add that to the list <laughs> of shows um again only seven episodes the first two are out right now and then lastly the last show that i've added to my list of things to watch <laughs> is on apple tv plus uh, is the show Shining Girls with Elizabeth Moss, Amy Brenneman, Philip Asu, uh, Jamie Bell, Christopher Denham, uh, Chris Chalk, and I think it was the other guy's name. Oh, yeah, Brian Bowen. Um, basically, years after a brutal attack left her in a constantly shifting reality. Kirby Mizrachi learns that a recent murder is linked to her assault. She teams with a veteran reporter to understand her ever-changing present and confront her past. So, not quite multiverse, but, you know. Right. We'll say time-shifting. Because small little changes end up affecting what's going on. Um, just a real quick example that's not really giving anything away about the story, but there's a scene where she's somewhere, she returns home. The apartment she thought was hers that she was with her mom. She's trying to get in and the key won't work. So she's trying to get her mom to let her in and a man opens the door hmm. and says, you have the wrong place. And so then she goes up a flight and then that key works. And it's her place, but her mom's not there and the apartment looks different. And it turns out she's now married to a coworker. That, I mean, previously she had, you know, in previous scenes had shown that they have, you know, you could tell they both like each other, but they're not dating. Yeah. So all of a sudden she's now married to this guy and they're expecting people to come over because apparently it's this person's birthday. But she's needing to find her mom <laughs> and she didn't bring, right. you know, she was, apparently she was supposed to bring food home for the party and a cake and all that. And she obviously this is all new to her. So she's having to write all the stuff down. So it is it it's very fascinating. It, it keeps you interested for sure. Yeah. So Shining Girls on Apple TV Plus. I believe that's also adapted from a book. All right. Do you have anything else? Um, no. Okay. I mean, I, I, I did want, I did go back to watch uh, All of Us Are Dead. That's on Netflix, but I'm still making my way through that series. I'll probably talk about <laughs> it once I finish. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Let's get into our summer movie preview. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll start this week, man. 
Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness or Doctor Strange Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I saw that I saw that used as an acronym. I'm like, oh no, that does work. That's funny. So uh put they should yes. put an apostrophe as Doctor Strange's mom. Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness. Yeah. That would have worked too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they actually pitched that. That'd be kind of funny. Uh so Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Uh, which also still sounds like a TV like an actor in a TV series. Yeah. Patrick Terry in the multiverse of madness. <laughs> it just anyways. I don't know if Wanda's still doing her thing. Maybe it is a TV show. <laughs> yeah. You never know. She might be still working her magic. <laughs> Testing out my strength. There you go. Exactly. So, Dr. Stephen Strange cast a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. the Scarlet Witch. So, as we learned uh, from Spider-Man No Way Home, you know... Mm -hmm. Simple spell just to get in MIT creates two movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. Uh, so this is kind of the ramifications, I guess you could say, from that. So now we're having to. So now Doctor Strange is having to deal with all those cracks and the bleeds and whatever you know snuck in there at the final fight scene, even though he was able to get all the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, yeah. Spider's mans, <laughs> uh, back home. Yep. And, uh, and as well as their nemesis, I guess. Wow. Anyways, he got everybody back home, but we still have, and now no one knows who Peter Parker is or that Peter Parker, Spider-Man. But it also seems like nobody knows who Peter Parker is. So yeah, yeah. Mm. So now they are having to deal with uh, you know Strange will now have to deal with the ramifications of that and who crossed over and what in and into the fray and try and fix that. So. From the trailers that have been shown, or at least the one I've watched, there are, I think, now three out, I feel like. Uh, we know that Doctor Strange has, you know, will visit basically an evil Doctor Strange, or at least it looks like an evil Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. And that we know, uh, we know that Carl uh, Mordor, Mordo is back from the original Doctor Strange movie. And to be a villain for Doctor Strange and that apparently Doctor Strange meets the Illuminati and you hear Patrick Stewart's voice. So you assume mm -hmm. he's playing a version of Professor X and, you know, this will be our first introduction to the X-Men. Well, first introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe X-Men. There we go. That's how I need to word that. Yeah. Uh, the movie has a runtime of two hours and six minutes, which... To me, actually, sounds fairly short. I know, right? 
Because usually they push three hours, especially something yeah, like this. Yeah, two and a half. I mean, yeah. So we're, uh, so we're, you know, so that's interesting. It is rated PG-13. And if you are enjoying the Marvel movies, uh, you'll be there <laughs> with bells on like us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. we might not have bells on. I don't know. I might bring one. We'll see. It's not too distracting. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a uh, it's going to break all the records again, just like Spider-Man did. Because everybody's been waiting on this movie to come out for a uh, for a long time. So, it's you know, and there's a lot of fan theories going on. There's a lot of fan theories going on with it. So, as to who all's actually going to show up, I've heard, I've seen, or at least I've seen where people are saying that like Fantastic Four will get introduced or, uh, but like the Fantastic Four will get introduced into this somehow as well yeah. as I guess, X, I guess they're just going to try and release all of them. Who knows? I mean, you might as well go ahead and say Deadpool is going to be in it too while you're at it. Just all the Fox properties are in it, but I mean. The opportunity. This is the opportunity to do so. Yeah, just don't want them to. But they're not good at. But the one thing about Marvel is they're never in a rush to introduce characters. No, they, but they slow. Right. They slow roll things like no one's business. Yeah. Now, if it were DC, yeah, yeah, it would be everybody being there. Here, here's their opening scene. Yeah, opening scene. scene. Boom, 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 boom. Hi, we're here. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, here's our movie. You're probably not going to yeah. be interested now, but yeah. here it is. <laughs> here it is. Enjoy. Sorry, uh, adjust the brightness if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> but this may actually technically be Marvel's darkest movie. Like, this may be Marvel's DC movie <laughs> yeah. as far as tone and everything. So, yeah. But I know everybody's, it is directed by Sam Raimi, so it should be good. Should be good. But, yep. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, let's see. Then we move on to May 13th. We have also dropping on, I believe, Peacock. Uh, the, we'll say the uh, reboot or whatever uh firestarter so yeah that might be one uh, i take kyla to okay she'll be back that weekend at least yeah see if she's interested right right and uh for the kids around the they did an animal version of an animated animal version of around the world in 80 days this looks like something that would probably come straight to redbox but Mm -hmm. it does say Coming to theaters, so uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't recognize any of the actor voice actors in it. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, a bookish marmoset embarks on a wild adventure to travel around the planet in eighty days after accepting the challenge from a greedy frog. Alrighty. Hmm. Guess we'll see. Uh, yeah. So, but you know, 
at least will be something in the theaters for the kids. Uh, and then uh, coming out May 20th, our first A24 movie of the summer. The movie Men. A young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. Starring Jesse Academy Award nominee Jesse, Buck- Jesse Buckley. Uh, uh, Rory Kin- Kinnear, if you watched... Uh, crap, I can't think of the show now. It's terrible. Uh, but she, he was, he's always... Uh, he's been in the last... James Bond movies. What was I can't think of. Penny Dreadful. He played John Clare, aka I think uh, Frankenstein. It's a monster. Okay. He but he plays Tanner in all the James Bond movies. And but yeah, it it looks very a twenty four. She looks very creepy. Don't eat the forbidden fruit and some dude stalking you. Yeah, looks pretty uh, intense. Rated R in an hour and forty minutes. So good sweet spot time there. And then hopefully, finally, <laughs> yeah, coming out May twenty May twenty seventh. I've already been seeing all the in in my feed all the uh, all the marketing for it as far as yeah. uh, other actors doing like press junket tours. So that makes me believe that this is finally happening. Top Gun Maverick comes out May twenty seventh, Memorial Day weekend. So, yeah, um, hopefully, fingers crossed, that's actually going to be true. And there's not going to be anything new that pushes it back even further after for a right. third time for a third time. Uh, two times too many. Yes. Uh, PG-13, two hours and 11 minutes long. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as the courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. Reprising his role as Tom Cruise as Maverick, uh, Jennifer Connelly as Penny Benjamin, the Admiral's daughter? That's funny. That's funny. Uh, love it. Uh, Miles Teller as Bradley Rooster Bradshaw, also Goose's son. Yeah. Val Kilmer's apparently make, coming back, making a cameo as Iceman, I guess. Um, John Hamm, Ed Harris, uh, Monica Barbaro, and a whole new cast of uh, fighters. Fight. Fight. Anyways, pilots. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. And then we have also coming out the same weekend for, I guess you could say, counter-programming, I think is what they call it, is the animated movie of Bob's Burgers. I have never, I think I've watched one episode of Bob's Burgers. So, uh, I, I have not much knowledge on this. York and his mom have watched several episodes, but I am fairly... Like I'm not, you know, yeah, a knowledgeable watched, in that. Watched a few. I watched maybe two seasons of it. Okay. So, yeah. 
I'm, I'm for sure probably going to check this out. <laughs> the Belchers tried to save the restaurant from closing as a sinkhole forms in front of it. While the kids tried to solve a mystery that could save their family's restaurant. So, yeah, there you go. Looks awesome. Uh, Chris, you know, voice actors, uh, H. John Benjamin, Kristen Shaw, who I love, Dan Mintz, Stephanie Beatrice, who I love also from Reno 911, and voiced Maribel in, in Kento, uh, Gary Cole, Kevin Klein, Zach Galifianakis, David Herman, Aziz Ansari, David Wayne, Eugene Merman, I mean, Sam Cedar, that's funny. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, Bob's Burgers. Hour and 42 minutes, PG-13. And that covers May. Come, starting in June, there's a movie called uh, June 3rd. There's a movie I thought that looked interesting called Watcher. A young woman moves into a new apartment with her fiance only to be tormented by the feeling that she is being stalked by an unseen watcher in an adjacent building. Starring, uh, I think it's pronounced Maka Monroe, Carl Glusman, Bern Gorman, uh, Tudor Petrut. Uh, it sounds interesting. The trailer looked interesting, so, you know. That's coming out June 3rd. Uh, then next June 10th, uh, it is Jurassic World Domination or Dominion, whatever, Dom. That's eh, same thing. <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. About family. Yeah, all about family. Uh, it's PG 13, two hours, 26 minutes long. Four years after the destruction of Isla Nublar, dinosaurs now live and hunt alongside humans all over the world. This fragile balance will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are to remain the apex predators on the planet or on a planet they now share with history's most fearsome creatures in a new era. So it brings everybody into the fold. Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Mamadou Ethi, uh, Scott Hayes, uh, I think it's pronounced Dykin Lockman, and Campbell Scott, yeah, just Justice Smith, Omar C. B.D. Wong, of course. So it's, yeah. All the peoples <laughs> from all the previous movies are now are going to be in this. So that comes out June 10th. I'm sure I know York will be excited to go. I'm not sure about Grayson yet. So and then, uh, coming out June 17th is we have two movies where the first one called the lost girls, like her grandmother and her mother, Jane before her, Wendy must escape Pan's hold on her and the promise he wants her to keep. So, uh, starring Joey Richardson, Vanessa Redgrave, which is 
Joey Richardson's mom. <laughs> uh, I think it's pronounced Ian Glenn or Ian Glenn. Uh, Julian Overden, Louise Partridge. Uh, but yeah, I thought this looked interesting. Uh, directed by, I think it's Lavia de Palois. Palois. So, uh, hour and 40 minutes. I like a good Peter Pan story or at least twist, you know. Yeah. So, uh, also coming out June 17th, the one probably most people will go see on this date is Lightyear. The story of Buzz Lightyear and his adventures to infinity and beyond. Starring Captain America himself, Chris Evans as the voice of Buzz Lightyear, Kiki Palmer as Izzy Hawthorne, uh, Deo Sulis as Darby Steele, Taika Watiti as Mo Morrison, uh, Uzo Aduba as Alicia Hawthorne, James Brolin, Emperor Zerg, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as Commander Burnside. Shit. <laughs> I know he's not going to say it, but it needs to be he'll something be, where he's just like, be, yeah. some kind of elongated. He'll go, shoot. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Instead of fire? <laughs> that would work. Uh, <laughs> I'm so stupid. Um, and then uh, June 24th, we have three movies coming out. We have Boz Lerman's Elvis, starring Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker, Austin Butler as Elvis Presley, uh, Olivia DeJong as Priscilla Presley, uh, I think it's pronounced Dacra, Montgomery as Steve Bender, Luke Bracey as Jerry Schilling, and Cody Smith McPhee as Jimmy Rogers, and goes on. A look at the life of the legendary rock and roll star Elvis Presley. He's, you know, obviously directed by Boz Lerman. Uh, I don't have a runtime on this currently. Okay. I'm sure it'll be over two hours. <laughs> I'd be surprised if it's less than that. It did give it did get Priscilla Press the OG Priscilla Presley's blessing, I guess is a good way to put it. She uh, sent out a really nice review slash tweet about it. So okay. and uh yeah, had nothing but good things to say. So that's good because it could always go the other way. It's rare that you get positive yes. from those that act, you know, that's pretty much about, you know. Yeah. So it's like they, good sign, they, did, I guess. they screwed it up. This isn't what happened. I didn't say this. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not who I would have chosen to pick me. Or to play me. <laughs> uh, next is the Black Phone. Uh, after being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. Uh, rated R an hour 42 minutes. Starring Ethan Hawke, Jeremy Davies, James Ransom, who played... Who's the other guy that was in season two of The Wire? Played uh, Pablo Schreiber's brother. Um, yeah, this looks like it'd be a nice little thriller to watch during the summer when you need to get out of the heat. 
So, uh, directed by Scott Derrickson, who, uh, you know, did doc- the original Doctor Strange, directed the original Doctor Strange, as w- and uh, as well as the Exorcism of Emily of Emily Rose and Deliver Us from Evil. So, yeah, this will be a good. They got a good director on that one. And for, I guess you could say, family from the trailer I've seen so far. <laughs> It hasn't made me think otherwise. Surprisingly, but also not surprisingly, A24's Marcel Deschel with shoes on. Yeah. The feature adaptation of an animated short film interviewing a mollusk named Marcel. With Jenny Slate as the voice of Marcel, the uh, Dean Fleischer Camp voicing Dean, also the director writer and director of it. Isabella Rosalini as Connie, Joe Gabler as Haysack rep and uh, Leslie Stahl as herself. Rosa Salazar as Larissa Thomas Mann as Mark. This one looks cute for what I've seen. (laughs) Like I'm kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like something like, I don't know. They're going to grow arms and then start killing humans. I don't know. I mean, it is A24. You never exactly, know. Exactly, so I don't know. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll help this mollusk out, save the day, and then all of a sudden, our real plan goes into effect. <laughs> you got their trust. What if it turns out it's the mother and daughter from everything <laughs> everywhere all at once? It's just another reality of theirs. <laughs> like it's them all along. It was us. Yeah. Us yep. all along. That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. But it looks cute, though. So I put that one in the kids category of movies. Um, it's rated PG, hour and 29 minutes long. So can't be too violent. <laughs> True. Or, you know where the violence is done in black and white, I guess. <clears throat> All right. So that rounds out June. So we move on to July, which I think <clears throat> I feel has the most movies. We'll say marketed towards kids. The first movie to start off July, July 8th, Thor, Love and Thunder. And as we talked about last week, the trailer for that dropped. I think it was two weeks ago, a week or two ago, uh, dropped right after we got done recording uh, or as we were recording. Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, uh, Korg, and his ex-girlfriend, Jane Foster, to fight Gore, the god butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. So starring, obviously, Taika Watiti as the voice of Korg, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Christian Bale as Gore, the god butcher, and then Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, and Hemsworth. Apparently, I guess... Uh, Matt Damon comes back as actor Loki. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Be cool. Yeah. And then, you know, Vin Diesel voicing Guru, Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket, Palm Clementif as Mantis, Jamie Alexander as Lady Sif, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie, Russell Crowe as Zeus. So that should be interesting. Sam Neill as actor Odin, uh, Melissa McCarthy as actor Hella. Uh, Dave Bautista as Drax, Luke Hemsworth as actor Thor, which I still think is awesome. 
Sean Gunn is Craglin. You know, and it's you know directed by Taika Watiti, so it's going to be awesome. So it's oh, yeah, yeah. When you get to where they show the scene in the trailer where it shows Jane Foster as Lady Thor, that's pretty awesome because that mm-hmm. whole comics run was kind of a big deal, big deal, you know. So, yeah. Oh, I almost I skipped over July 1st. Speaking of kids movies that have been that got. Delayed for whatever reason. Uh Thing originally supposed to come out in 2020 during the summer of the pandemic and then got put off last year and then got put off again. So this year coming out July 1st, the movie nobody asked for, but we got anyways, minions, the rise of Gru. rated PG an hour, 30 minutes long. The untold story of one 12 year old's dream to become the world's greatest supervillain. Obviously Steve Carell, Returns to voice Gru. Yep. And uh, I guess Traja P. Henson's going to be in it, voicing Belt Bottom. Jean-Claude Van Damme is voicing Jean-Claude, C-L-A-W-E-D. I kind of like that. I hate it. I hate that I like that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh as Master Chow. Just another. Here we go again. Just another universe. I mean, one of her <laughs> alternate selves was animated, so. That's true. See? <laughs> uh, Duff Lundgren also. Duff Lundgren, Lucy Wallace, Danny Trejo, Riza, Julie Andrews, Russell Brand, and Alan Arkin all add voices to this movie. Whew. All right, then. Good uh, but yes, that comes out July 1st, so a good 4th of July weekend movie to take the kids to go see. Uh. Then moving on to July 15th, we have Paws of Fury, the story of Hank, which this trailer just dropped in theater, or the legend of Hank, I'm sorry. Hank, a lovable dog with a head full of dreams about becoming a samurai, sets off in search of his destiny. Uh, Voice with the voices of Michelle Yeoh. (laughs) She's raking it in this year, I'll tell you that. Yeah. She ain't getting her, that work in. Her, getting that work in. Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Dijimon Hansu, Mel Brooks, Michael Sarah, Ricky Gervais, Asif Mandiv, George Takai, Gabriel Iglesias, Kathy Shim, and Kylie Kuyoko. Uh, rated PG, an hour and 37 minutes long. Still think it's a hunk. I'm still thinking it's a Hong Kong Fooey movie until they yeah, tell me otherwise. Until they tell me otherwise. That's the whole vibe I got. I'm like, if if not, y'all had a had an opportunity there. Indeed, indeed. Um, also coming out July fifteenth is Where the Crawdads Sing, based on the best selling book. A woman who raised herself in the marshes of the deep south becomes a suspect in the murder of a man she was once involved with. Starring, uh, speaking to people that are working, starring Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, Garrett Delahund, Harris Dickinson, Davis Trotheran, Taylor John Smith, Eric Layden, uh, Anna O'Reilly, more. 
directed by Olivia Newman. So, dun, dun, dun. so that comes out the 15th. And then I think the one next to the movie, I'm probably one of the movies I'm most excited to come out. And I know for Ruth too, it'll be one of the ones she's most excited to see come out. Coming out July 22nd. Nope. <laughs> they should have an exclamation point at the end. Yeah, they should. But just nope. The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. We're getting aliens. Jordan Peele I'm does curious. aliens. I'm curious if all of his movies, when when it's, when he's like, okay, I'm done directing, if it'll be a sentence. Yeah. Right now, I've got nope. Get us out. <laughs> I took get out and put us yeah. in the middle. Yep. Like, okay. But what's next? <laughs> exactly. Now. That's what it's going to be. The next one will be now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if, it, if that happens, you called it. You heard it here first. Yep. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Or they'll have two more. He'll have now and yo. So it'll be yo. Get us out now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yo, a rap story. A rap <laughs> movie. Like no other. Uh, it's a it's a take on yo MTV raps, but yet they just <laughs> somehow something went awry. Yes, on the launch day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, uh, if this trailer looks amazing, I love how it shows you what's going on without having any idea of what's going on. They were kind of, and yet you're hooked. You're like, all right, you didn't even have to put from Jordan Peele. You didn't even have to put that. No, no. Just show the trailer and then just put nope, and then just call it a day. Uh, starring Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yoon, Michael Wincott, uh, Brenda Pierre or Pereira, Barbie Ferreria, uh, Terry Notary, Donna Mills, Keith David. Ren Schmidt and Alex Hyde White. Uh, this movie looks amazing. I can't wait. So uh, I just, yeah, just bring it on. We ready. I mean, we may not be ready, but we ready. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> that one, I think I may go see an IMAX. That's not a bad. That that, that, that may be an IMAX movie. Yeah. Uh. And then finally, July 29th, we have Bullet Train. Five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions has something in common. Starring Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, Zazie Beetz, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Joey King, Michael Shannon, Logan Lerman, Lerman, uh, Bad Bunny, Andrew Koji, Hiroyuki Sonata, Brian Tyree Henry, Karen Fuku... Fukuhara, Pasha de Lynch, Lankinoff, Lankinoff, yeah. Uh, Masioka, it's a huge cast. Powerhouse cast. Yep. Uh, no runtime on that, directed by David Leach. Uh, for those that don't know, David Leach directed, he directed John Wick, Atomic Bond, 
Fast and Furious prevents Hobbs and Shaw and Deadpool 2. So, yeah. It's... And, yeah. So, you know it's going to be fun and action-filled, for sure. But there'll be a... From what the trailer shows, looks like there's going to be a good amount of humor in it, too. Yeah. And then, I think for the movie that my... Also, on July 29th, the movie my daughter, I think, is most excited about and hates that it's all the way in Ju- <laughs> all the way in July. DC's League of Super Pets. Crypto, the Superdog, and Superman are inseparable best friends, sharing the same superpowers and fighting crime side-by-side in Metropolis. However, Crypto must master his own powers for a rescue mission when Superman is kidnapped. Providing voices for the pets is Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Vanessa Bayer, Natasha Leone, uh, Diego Luma, then uh, also John Krasinski's voice in Superman. I love that. Mark Maron's voice in Lex Luthor. Uh, Kate McKinnon doesn't say who she's voicing, so interesting. Uh, Keanu Reeves is going to be voices Batman, which I think is amazing. Uh, Dasha Polanco as Green Lantern, so probably uh, oh shoot, Jessica Drew or Jessica not Drew, Jessica Cruz, Jessica Drew's She Hulk. <laughs> uh, Ben Schwartz, so I don't know Sonic. <laughs> uh, Jamila Jamil, Thomas Middleditch, I mean, and David Pressman are provide all the voices for the movie. So I think that's going to be a load of fun, and I can't wait. It should be good. Yes. And then finally for August, uh, we have coming out August 5th, Bodies, 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 which seems redundant, redundant, redundant. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, when a group of rich 20-somethings playing a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in, the, in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing, fake friends, and one party gone very, very wrong. Brought to us by our friends at A24. Rated R, hour and 35 minutes long. Uh, Amanda uh, Stenberg, Maria Bakalova from uh, Borat 2. Uh, Rachel, I should say Academy Award nominee, Maria Bakalova. There we go. Rachel Sennett, uh, Chase Sue Wonders, Pete Davidson. Mahewa Harold, Lee Pace, and Connor O'Malley. So, uh, then coming out, also uh, August 5th, I put this in the family movie category because I think this, uh, even though it's it shows it's coming out August 5th, I'm not 100% sure because there's no, there's not a whole lot, there's not too much, there's not even like a poster for it on the IMDb page. Mm-hmm. So we'll say supposedly coming out August 5th, movie Secret Headquarters. Young Charlie Kincaid, who discovers a secret headquarters under his home that seems to belong to a superhero. He shares it with his friends, and they start to believe that his estranged father might have a secret double life. It does say post-production expected August 5th. Okay. Uh with Owen Wilson and Mike, Owen Wilson, Michael Pena, Jesse Williams. Uh, yeah. 
So. Yep. yep. And then uh, coming out August 19th is uh, Beast. So this is also an A24 movie. After a shopping mall in Chennai is hijacked by terrorists who hold up the visitors as hostages, Vera Rackheaven, a spy also trapped in the mall, decides to save the hostages by eliminating the terrorists. So, foreign language film, but it looks interesting. So, dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> Obviously, rated R, two hours, 35 minutes. I think it's A24. I feel like it is. That is on their list. Uh, <clears throat> and then finally, to round it out, August 26th, is the movie Samaritan with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, a young boy learns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around. So Martin Starr is also in it. I think that's about it as far as anyone would. So, looks interesting. Uh, rated PG-13. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's about, that covers our summer movie preview. Interesting things. Indeed. So, uh, just finish up real quick. What are your, what are the movies you think you're most interested out of what we've talked about today? Well, obviously, what starts this Friday, Doctor Strange being the first. And I'm kind of curious what they do with the new Firestarter. Uh, I guess they're reimagining, maybe reboot, whatever they're trying to do with it. And then Jurassic World, Thor, even looking forward to the Minions. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I always find I find it entertaining, even though it's a lot of juvenile humor, but it, it I just find it entertaining. Um, well, yeah, because it's just, I mean, it's, you know what you're getting into and it's, yeah. you know, sometimes you need that. Yeah, it's good. It'd be a good kind of uh, decompression movie. Just <laughs> um, and then Nope and Bullet Train and pretty much anything from A24. I'm always looking forward to. Right. Same. Uh, yeah, I think for me, Doctor Strange, of course, then for me, um. Uh, I'm curious about men. That's not a really weird saying that. Pause. <laughs> I'm curious about the movie men. There we go. Mythic phrasing. Also, also <laughs> when I had to when I had to type of type the name to get the movie poster, I just typed in men, thinking that it would already know that that's what I was searching was for the movie poster, yeah. and it just should dudes. So I'm like, oh, men, movie, movie poster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Google. I oh, guess you haven't been listening to my combos. I've only been looking up other movie posters, but okay. Not as, thank God you're not as smart as I thought you were. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm curious about Marcel. Um, yeah, Jurassic World will be fine. I, it'll be fine. I'm not like dying to see it, but I'm 
I'll, I'm obviously going to see probably most of these, uh, but I'm not like, oh my god, that's I'm so glad it's about time. Yeah. Uh, but let's see, Thor: Eleven Thunder, of course. Nope. Yeah, Bullet Train. For me, definitely do see Super Pets too. Uh, August, I, I think most things kind of come out in July, and then we just kind of get a good one here and there. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's going to be a good summer, I think. It'll be a bunch of fun, and this is not even covering what's what's coming out to streaming, right? There might be some 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 surprises that pop up too. Yeah, and I know there. In fact, I know there's at least a couple. But I haven't looked them up. I haven't looked up. I just went in there and just saw upcoming movies for this, and then just went from May to August and yeah. then down. So if we miss some, you know, let us know. Let us know. Also, let us know which ones you're excited to see. We're we're definitely curious. Yeah. And and uh, there's some kids movies we missed. Let us know on that too. I'll try and get all these out and get like a little calendar. <laughs> <laughs> as as Ruth likes to say, uh, of release dates, so you can, everybody could kind of maybe have a printable list. Yeah. So, and there's other movies also coming on these days, but these are the ones I thought most people would be interested in. Like, and some may come out or may come out streaming and not come out to theaters. So, um, best thing to do is just look for yourself too, and yeah. But we will. Talk to you all next week, right? Right. Until next week. Yep. Things will be a little strange. <laughs> yes. <laughs> may or may not be recovered by then. It <laughs> may not. We'll see. Uh, we'll have our emotional support stuffed animals. <laughs> yeah. oh, I get to finally use my Grogu. <laughs> there you go. See? Yes. See? There you go. All right, my friend. I hope you have an awesome week. Same to you. All right. And to everyone else, we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.